Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So, Hormone Harmony is for any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances, and it's perfect for symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep, and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone if you know what I mean, and also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause. So yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things and for a limited time you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code MAGIC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code magic for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths. There are no clumps. And also, guess what? It slides right off with warm water. So no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Hello, hello, and Jema, Jemayomis. 
It's Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And as always, the sponsors you hear today and their special offers will be linked in the show notes along with ways to connect with myself and the Your Own Magic community. And I'm taking a hopefully short-lived mental and spiritual and heart health break. So I'm walking down memory lane for this episode, sharing a classic that was released April 23rd of 2018. And so for the next few weeks, I'll be sharing some of my favorite Your Own Magic episodes from Your Own Magic Past that a lot of new listeners likely have not even heard or some of the OGs heard back in the day. And it's nice to have that soul reminder. And so I hope you enjoy enjoy listening to these episodes walking down memory lane and this one is with myself and the co-creator of the Euro Magic podcast Miss Ali Michelle oh i miss her so much and moments before this recording Ali and i i remember we felt that we wanted to have a podcast guided by the yomis so we discuss flying free from stagnation and how to decipher intuition and ego and aligning on a path of making a positive impact in the world and tapping into your inner wizard and a powerful practice to help ease depression and a bonus poetry performance for the soul. It was released April 23rd of 2018. That's wild that it's been four years. Anyway, so I hope that you enjoy this episode and let's get on with the show, shall we? And enjoy the original intro. Hello, magical friends. I'm Ali Michelle. And I'm Raquel Mantra, and welcome to Your Own Magic Podcast. Our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic. Yes, we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today. And she's like, stop trying to get to the end result. Like the beauty of life is the unfolding and you have to let it unfold. And like, otherwise you're gonna miss the magic right in front of you, which is in the process. I'm stuck because I might be comparing myself to where somebody else is at and I would like to get there or where I think I should be. But have you ever thought someone else is also looking at that at you and where you're at too, but they don't know the full story of why you're there and you wouldn't want them to compare. Now let the magic begin. Hello, hello, Soul Tribe! And Allie. Oh. <laughs> hello, what's up? Um, I just got back and made myself a really magical cup of coffee. What's up with you? Ooh, I'm making myself a nighttime maca cacao mix. Is that bad to have cacao at night? So now it has a little bit of caffeine. I but one insomniac, but hey, you gotta live a little. <laughs> this is a rare occasion. I just decided to have this hot cacao maca mix because I wanted to treat myself, especially since I'm about to do a lovely podcast with my favorite person on earth. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you. And also with some of our other favorite people, we're going to be answering your guys' questions. We just decided this morning, we're like, yo, maybe we should just do a Q&A. Why not? So we put up on Facebook, flash Q&A for the Soul Tribe. And now we have lots of questions and limited time. So we are going to get to as 
many as we can. Yes, let's definitely do that. There's some really powerful questions in here too. I'm excited. I know. Like the only one that I've read so far is the very first one, but oh, I'm I I love this question because I think a lot of people are on the same boat and feel the same way. It's from from Brianna Marie Collage. I hope that I pronounced your name right. Did you want to read it, Allie? Sure. Um, How do you deal with the days where you feel as though you are meant to be doing something somewhere, something else, or something better? I've gotten a lot better at dealing with these days over the past few years, and this move that I'm making has helped immensely. Sometimes I have these days where I'm completely overcome with a feeling very hard to explain, where I just feel like I'm meant for something so much greater, but I feel stuck where I am. Mm. Oh my gosh, I hate this feeling so much because it just feels like I'm drowning in mud. But one thing that I do want to point out to this person is that I notice that when I do feel stuck, I have such a strong level of resistance and my energy is so low. And I know that a lot of yogi teachers and a lot of people that have mentored us along the way have said like when we resist something, when we resist what is, we suffer. And that's just true for anything in life. Feeling stuck sucks, and that's just that level of resistance. And so we allow ourselves, we begin to suffer more. And I know that when I feel stuck, I force things to happen to feel something a little better, to make something happen, because I had decided that I'm in this place where I am stuck. This is really just our own created realities at that time that we are stuck. But what if it just means that this is a sign that it is time for a change and we can just do something small today? and listen to take one small step for a big leap. And Allie and I are writers, so obviously we're going to say, <laughs> write to your intuition, which you and I, Allie, could do an entire podcast, and we could do like an entire 10-day class on writing to your intuition mm-hmm. um, to find that maybe answer when you think you've hit a plateau. I would say that honestly, um, stagnation is a gift because it's the arrow principle. You know, people say like an arrow must be pulled back before it's shot forward, but it's not even that you're being pulled back. Like here's the thing about stagnation is life is forcing you to slow down for a reason. Um, And I think what that gift is, is coming into a very deep intention for your life. I think Intention is talked about a lot and kind of thrown around in the spiritual community, but if you really look at what it is and its core meaning, it's a gesture of life force anchoring you um, and who you are in your day-to-day so that, you know, say your intention is to be completely aligned and attuned to your authentic self no matter what and to really honor your own energy, your boundary, your rhythm, then that's anchoring you in all situations, all decisions, and you have somewhere to land when things arise and so when you're looking at should I should I write should I do this should I do that um you can reflect on your intention and be like okay does this honor this because this is the whole reason why I'm getting up in the morning right now this is like my why um your why that's everything right now yeah so stagnation is really slowing you down to kind of do a check-in um see and then what I've been doing lately that's a really cool practice is I, I make a contract to myself every week because I realize I have a great work ethic if it's for other people. But if it's for myself, um, you know, I'll slack and be like, no, I'll do that tomorrow. 
But the relationship with yourself is so important. It's the most intimate one you're ever going to have. And so I wrote this contract and it was like, I will learn three new recipes. I will write five poems a day, like good or bad. Um, and I signed it. And if you give yourself like three to five simple tasks a day to do that you have to uphold, um, then you can't have that sort of, wow, I'm doing nothing with my life. What am I doing? Um, because you have right in front of you what you need to honor. And I would also say that you're probably doing a lot more than you realize and to not be so hard on yourself because this life is long and I promise you, you're going to get to do all of it. But Oh my gosh. Yes. Brianna, you have so much life ahead of you that at this moment you might feel stuck, but it's just a contrast to something that is about to come that so you can just really experience that joy and relish in it. And sometimes I think when I am stuck, I'm like, well, I'm stuck because I might be comparing myself to where somebody else is at and I would like to get there or where I think I should be. But have you ever thought someone else is also looking at that at you and where you're at too, but they don't know the full story of why you're there and you wouldn't want them to compare. So consider just recognizing this, how you are feeling as stuck, that the stagnation as a beautiful contrast to experience something that is about to be exhilarating, especially when you listen and write that contract. Brianna, I want you to, I want you to tell us about your contract. You don't have to tell us what you wrote in your contract because that might be personal, but that you did it. Yeah. Just, just honoring yourself like that. And, and to speak to what you just said too, this is a really funny story, but whatever, we're super wrong here. I got a colonic <laughs> yeah oh those are the best i missed that well i highly recommend it um not often obviously but anyways this woman was amazing and i was having a really emotionally off day where i just felt super sad and like i was being really hard on myself and like oh my god i'm not doing enough and and is this right and i don't know just questioning second guessing all the beautiful non-self-love things that we do um (laughs) She looked at me and she's like, you're trying to be 30 when you're 21. Like, stop that. And I was like, wow. And she's like, stop trying to get to the end result. Like, the beauty of life is the unfolding and you have to let it unfold. And like, otherwise you're going to miss the magic right in front of you, which is in the process. It's that day two, the in-between. That's where the growth happens. You're building your foundation. So, um I mean, I'm only saying this because I just recently experienced it, but I promise you, you're probably so good, much more than you think you are. I love that she said that because that's so true. I think a lot of people, and that actually relates to, I think, the next question. Um, and, oh, it's from Alleluia. Remember, that's not her actual name, but so we decided to call her Hallelujah. Yeah, I remember Alleluia, of course. <laughs> Well, she has another question. She's on top of it. I love her. Um, But uh, her question is, um, and this is, I don't know how old she is, but I think that your advice, well, your colonic persons, uh, what do you call them? (laughs) What's their professional title? Um, You know, she does a lot of things. Like she's a Reiki master. She's a doctor. She's a colonic. I don't know if if, if it's like a colonic She's Rafiki. That's what she is. She's Rafiki. She's Rafiki from The Lion King. She actually was, though, the way she was, like, so lighthearted about everything. Anyways, it all goes back to oh. Okay, she's my dream colonic person. 
Um, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> um, anyways, hallelujah said, I'm all on board with believing we can achieve anything we set out our minds to, manifesting, etc. But what about when we don't know what our dreams are, when we're just bumbling along, not knowing where to direct our energy. For example, I love dancing as a hobby. I love cooking. I love music, but I want to have a career that makes the biggest possible positive impact in the world and makes real social change. And I can't decide what that should be. And so she goes on about what to do in the limbo period when we're trying to figure out what we want to bring into existence and we just don't know yet. She she says, I feel selfish when I don't feel like I have a great purpose to dedicate my time and energy to all my love and all our love to you too. Hallelujah. But I love taking Ali's colonic person, Rafiki's advice. I don't know how old you are, but even if you are 30, then you're trying to be 41. Right now, whatever you're doing, you're going to do a ton of different things over the course of the next few years. I mean, I have been a yoga teacher. I've been a meditation teacher. Now I'm doing podcasts. I've worked in corporate, like doing a multitude of things, but I'm always just following that next nudge, that next hick. And you said that you love to cook and you love dancing as a hobby and you love music. Post your dancing just for fun, maybe on YouTube or Instagram, if that is something that you're passionate about and you want to uplift people. I know that watching dancing for me gets me into a wonderful positive state of alignment because there's something so beautiful about dance and I'm not the best dancer myself but just watching it that does raise my vibration so that is making a positive impact in the world or something like Ali said Ali's interested in cooking so she wants to start learning three new recipes a week do that yourself as well what do you would you say to this Ali I would say um that I understand. I understand wanting to be of service and wanting to help other people. And that's living and giving. It's a Tony Ro- yeah, Tony Robbins, living is giving. Um, but it fills you up to help other people. But yeah. what I've found is when you get lost in helping other people and forget to nourish your inner artist, um, mm-hmm. and I don't mean like in terms of an artist could be anything. It could be cooking like you mentioned you love cooking and music and dancing and that is beautiful like if you spend time with that it automatically kind of brings you into a very real authentic place um because you're connecting you're extremely empowered like there's nothing more fascinating than watching someone be empowered whether it's a soccer player in a game a surfer surfing 50 foot wave a dancer a singer like it's so beautiful. I don't care what you're passionate yeah. about. If you're passionate about it, I will be passionate too because I can feel that love in you. And so maybe go back to what you love to do as a kid and just spend some time with that every day for a week and then journal like what you feel and the insights you get. And I, Elizabeth Gilbert actually had a great talk on that. Like just follow what you love and what you're curious about and it will lead you on the path. And it sounds like you have a lot of interests that pique your curiosity. So continue to do a multitude of those. But in order to, if you want to start really creating a great impact and just focus on one thing that you know really will actually motivate you and drive that passion for you to take action and feel more aligned to take that action. 
Mm-hmm. And something will come. Who knows? Maybe whatever that career is has not even been something that people have created before and you're going to be innovative. You never know. Just be open. But I hope that this helps. <laughs> Hallelujah. These are both pretty similar in a sense where they either feel stuck or they're just people want to move forward and do something big with their lives right now at this time. And I think a lot of us are feeling that maybe there's something in the air but I feel like most all my friends are feeling like I want to do more right now. And I wonder if it has a lot to do with the fact that the world is just changing so drastically and needs so much love. So we all feel like we need to do something. Yes, I would agree with that. The world does need love. And I think what's happening is we're becoming more sensitive and attuned to because the world has been hurting for a while, but we're becoming more, we're feeling it in our bodies. But I would say that um, rather than just going out and doing and like booking a flight to some country somewhere and helping with a random charity, like just trying to start somewhere, I would say take the stagnation and that gift of time, slow down, anchor in your heart, like feel what's important to you that you feel really passionate about and then start there because if everyone just picks one place to start that really, really aligns with what matters and what they value the world is automatically going to change. Just naturally, it's going to shift. Yes, exactly. I love that Um, because it's not like one person can, or I don't remember where I heard this quote from, but it really got to me piggybacking off what you were talking about when it comes to putting yourself first as in taking care of yourself so you can take care of others. It's so true. You just doing that one small positive change, just you yourself every single day, will collectively end up multiplying to better the entire world. Somebody might be influenced by that or you just even something as simple as recycling. If we all recycle, it all does collectively compound and better the world. So just doing small things every day. Ooh, that reminds me of something actually. (laughs) I don't mean to go on this rant right now. I will calm myself down after this, but I'm really excited about this. Can I share, Allie? You're going for it. Go for it. (laughs) So lately, I've been doing this really interesting (laughs) wizard-like thing. I don't know if it's because I'm in London and so Harry Potter mystic life (laughs) is in the air, but I've been I've been tapping into my inner wizard and when I notice somebody is struggling or something horrible just happened to somebody I bless them in my mind as I'm walking by I don't make any eye contact with them they have no idea but I'm just like I wish something magical for them but I make it very specific for that to happen for example uh just moments ago before this podcast a girl she was listening to her headphones and uh her headset somehow fell out of her ears and then her headphones broke and so as I was walking by she didn't even think that I really noticed but I just wished in my mind for I blessed in my mind for her to come in contact with some new headsets and even better headsets soon if not today, maybe sometime this week. (laughs) And I just, and I wish that for her. And I have no idea if she's going to manifest a headset, but what if she did just because I did that and was just because I'm a random person that decided to bless her with that. So what if we all decided to do something like that? And I did that also, yes, two days ago when an old man fell out of a wheelchair on the bus. It was horrible, but I was so sad, but I hope that he uh, manifested his favorite dessert later that night. 
you know, and it's just like, it's just so, what if we just did that when we see somebody struggling and we just tap into our inner wizard? We have no idea if that's going to really happen, but what if it does just because we decided to think of that? And so that vibration is sent out into the universe. It's so interesting. Um, There's actually, I was just talking with my friend Dom, who's in Zachariova about that, like, um, psychically, like silently just sending a little prayer of goodness to everyone you come into contact with. Um, yeah. Epoch talks about this a lot too, because it's like, oh yeah. if you think about the power of energy, like um, look at the power of prayer when a bunch of people gather in one place and like focus their intention on one thing and you can watch it manifest or like um, Dr. What is it? Emoto with the ice crystals. You know, when he spoke like loving thoughts every day to the ice and it would like crystallize mm-hmm. beautifully as a snowflake. Then he would say hateful things and it would um, turn into this like dark blob almost. And it was just water. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, um, I think it's called resonance, but there's a lot of science and magic behind. Um, really, it is like intention. It's your gesture of life force. And you could just pass someone by in the grocery store or you could just silently be like, I hope this person like has a little extra love today or gets a free cup of coffee or just some nice thing because I do believe that we feel that and it affects us. Yes. And also it'd just be so interesting if let's say you do bless for them to manifest something very specific that is positive for them. And just what if you found out that they really did in some way because the universe gave you a little note like they did. They got that. How cool would that be? That would be really cool. I actually, you just sparked something in my brain. So interesting. I remember on Kauai, um, you and I were going through a huge transition. I can't remember. It was one of our many transitions that we went through. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, which one? (laughs) I was like sitting on the beach. and I'm like, universe, bring me a sign. And I literally go to my car and I'm not kidding. There's a written sign on my car and oh that's right yeah and it was like it was a poem it was like you are love you are light you are a blessing in this life and I was like oh my god I'm gonna be okay (laughs) that was insane that was so beautiful and that was so needed I challenge whoever's listening to this to leave one really nice note on someone's car this week I love all these challenges. Do a new contract, tap into your inner wizard, and leave a really nice note on someone's car. So far, three challenges, guys. Three challenges. We're moving through it. I love it. Um, Any other questions or comments that popped up? There's so many. I just want to get to all of them. They're so good. What about this one from uh, Sandra Van Blit? How can I know the difference between what my ego says and what my intuition says? Ooh, that one's very good. Um, well, you've been on the intuition train lately. <laughs> okay. Um, honestly, it's so good. It's so simple, though. And if you feel or if you have convinced yourself in your subconscious mind that you are far from your intuition, you don't even realize it, but you can't hear or feel your intuition, the voice of your intuition, or you may have a hard time distinguishing that you have this ego voice and intuition voice and you can't tell the difference between the two, but it is really so simple. It's so simple. When 
whenever you ask yourself a question and you have a good feeling, or it could even be somewhat neutral, but a little more good and positive and no questioning behind it or, and nothing that is judgmental, nothing negative, nothing that makes you feel any less than of a person, that is your intuition. That is your guidance, your inner guidance, letting you know and beaming because that part of you, that super consciousness inside of you, that is pure, 100% love, radiant, beautiful. And we all have that pure love inside of us. And so the ego, that ego voice, (laughs) and not pointing fingers at any particular person or culture, uh, but for my studies, well, when we were born, we were so close to pure love because we just entered this human vessel, our soul, our old souls, and actually some of us, maybe newer souls, were just new in this baby vessel, so close to pure love. And we were influenced by everything society has imposed on us from the time we were born and until now. And just think of all the layers of subjects and dogmatic principles and studies, people, people as well that you have been exposed to. And of that, you know, there may have been some negative energies in exchange and that heavy influence does shake hands with the ego. And the ego isn't always, it isn't always a bad thing. In fact, In order to survive in this human experience, we do need her for quite a few things. But that ego mind that we're really focused on, that voice that is so separated from our intuition, the thoughts that are just not truly ours, the feelings that really don't belong and do not serve us because they're not from our purest loving form, that mind does tend to doubt and worry and bring insecurity or judgment on us and on others. So when you ask yourself a question and it doesn't just it just doesn't quite feel right and or it feels like it's judging you or making you feel any less than in any way, that voice, that is your ego. But your voice that does not have any shape of judgment on you and it just feels good. It makes you feel like you. That is your intuition speaking. So listen. Listen to that language of feeling that Ellie and I emphasize all the time. That language of feeling. Does it feel good? Does it feel bad? Does it feel indifferent? Indifferent would also be the ego neutral feeling though where it's just like you don't really know how you feel and it's that that is a gray area and I'm not gonna lie that's my area where I kind of get confused sometimes as well yeah I would I would to piggyback on that um I'm in a craniosacral training right now like re going back through it and I asked that question actually like how do you know when it's your neutral authentic intuitive self versus the mind um and something she said was interesting was that we call them wounds in in spirituality oftentimes like we all have these wounds from childhood and yoga it's called samskaras but in craniosacral training they're called imprints um and so they're basically just traumas that are either we inherit in the body or as we move through life and can't metabolize our experiences they stay and so when you react out of a wounded place like that childhood wound of abandonment or betrayal or something, um, you feel it very differently in your body. Whereas when you're aligned in your intuition, it's very neutral, kind of like the observer state. Um, And you'll feel very grounded. Whereas when it's coming from your ego, oftentimes 
I mean, you can literally feel it's like you're in your head. Um, yeah. It's more up. And yeah. it's almost this, like, very busy, frantic, like, a lot of stories are attached. Um, like, you're focused yes. on the story of the moment rather than feeling the neutrality of it. And why it's important to go into that neutral place is because then you'll make your decisions out of alignment of what's genuine to your soul. Oh, that is beautiful. Was that also from Angelica? Yes, she's cool too. If you look up Angelica Singh, she's the woman that's training me. She's done a couple of podcasts and not just on craniosacral therapy, but just what it means to be embodied. And oh, we should have her on the podcast sometime if she's down. I would love that. Last time I'm going to see her Monday. She's changed my life the past few weeks. Also, just to say this tip, because I saw a few questions on depression, um, I was experiencing depression actually for a little bit. And anyone who's been through it knows it's just like there's almost this like numbness there's just no um yeah no motivation and it's like there's no feeling and anyways it's it's not a fun place to be um but something that really helped was she recommended I go to kundalini yoga because she was explaining it like depression is um essentially a suppression of energy and kundalini it's awakening the energy and kind of blasting you out of your body. It's, it's like jumpstarting a car, but with your nervous system. So I did three classes and I felt such a really profound difference in my body. So, um, but if you have anxiety, I wouldn't recommend Kundalini because it's, it's pretty intense and it does make your energy go more up. But I just wanted to share that tip. Allie, thank you. Um, I have chills, like serious, serious Himalayan mountains on my shell <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, that is going to speak to a lot of people. I think that I was secretly hoping that you would share that because that is so beautiful. Thank you. Wow. That was big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I don't have a problem sharing it because I, um, well, one, we're vulnerable on here, but two, for me, it wasn't so much about the story of what was going on in my life. It was just, I can't tolerate that, that state. Like I, it's, it's painful mm-hmm. to be depressed. Yeah. It's deeply painful and it's numbing at the same time. And so, um, rather than, you know, in therapy, it's like you're talking through it and that can be very healing to have someone be present for you and listen. But when you look at it, like this energy, um, that's just kind of disconnected in your body it takes the panic out of it of like, am I going to be in this place forever? And kind of gives you some of your power back because you can do something about it. Yes. Oh, wow. I love that. And I love that you have gotten into Kundalini and I think that we should get a Kundalini expert on here sometime too, because I'm interested in knowing more. It's really fascinating. And I will say like, not everything is for everyone, but I just wanted to share what worked for me. But we should definitely get an awesome Kundalini expert. There's some really incredible teachers here. Cranial sacral, Kundalini. We're just getting, we're just making all the rounds. I love it. Rounds. Shall we answer one more question? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you choose it? Okay. Um, no pressure. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Where's the poem one? Oh, the poem one is. I just really hope you both share a poem or two. They really brighten my day. That was so cute. Aww. Should we just do that? 
Sure. Let's do that. Yeah, that, that sounds fun. All right. That's so cute. I love it. All right. You have one on hand? Um, oh, let me get my journal. One sec. <laughs> you are good. Okay. Wait, I need to grab my phone. I thought that it would be on my... Oh, here's my phone. Hold on. I need to find mine, too. I don't know if I want to do a new one. Um, do, do, do. Okay, okay. Oh, this is perfect. Okay. Shall I? Yes. So there was one question about us reading a poem and another about shadow. So here's a poem about the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You've heard one stone. Okay. One day, she realized she could not outrun her shadow, so she brought it in front of her where she could see it. Why are you so dark? she asked. Her shadow replied, that's the thing about darkness. It yearns for the light. Though it was painful to stand in front of a silhouette of her unhealed pieces, she realized it was merely a part of her she had not made peace with. And as she held herself in the love of her own arms, her shadow became a part of her, like the dusk of the setting sun melting into the night sky. Wow. That is powerful. Thank you. Wow. I need uh, that in writing. (laughs) I love you. I'm excited to hear yours. Wow, this one's pretty long, but I feel for some reason this one was one that popped up. Hmm. And actually, this will definitely be a rough draft because I haven't re-looked at this since I wrote this on the tube. I was on the tube and I could just feel all these different moods around me. And this just ended up... The tube is the train, by the way. And (laughs) this is just kind of what came. Her first step was the wander. The wander why we're collectively unhappy collectively creating this humanly insane reality of human-made hell on earth in hopes to live a life of prosperity, in hopes to live after this plain and pure happiness for eternity. We breathe this irony as robots abiding by their vision, mindlessly numbing our own infinite wisdom and intuition, consuming an excess of food, vanity, and television, making it harder for us to go within and really listen as their conviction boxes up and silences our inner voice, doing things we think is our own righteous choice, our pure love covered by their boxes as young girls and boys. During the days, our souls most innocently and freely rejoiced, rejoiced till our minds were tainted and reprogrammed in order to breathe with the robots and pass their man-made exams, to seem seemingly sane by giving too many dams, comparing our worth to other human bots on Instagram, So how can we declutter our minds from this collective mess to unbox our soulmate self of pure love, innocence, and happiness, perhaps by breaking free from the boxes, the rules, the dogma, the God they address, by consciously seeking the being our inner God created so effortless, by consciously opening our eyes to the demise of the external being, opening our eyes to the pure love we had trouble seeing 
to collectively make it cool again for each soul to create own soul's allegory, a soul made heaven on earth living in pure prosperity for eternity in hopes. Their first step is to be inspired by her seemingly insanity for stepping outside the box of the collective unhappy. Wow. That was long. But you know what? That's interesting. I didn't realize it was that long because I wrote it in probably like five minutes because it just happened on the tube because I was looking at everyone's faces and everyone's frowning or they were mindlessly eating and watching TV on the tube. And it just, no one seemed happy. (laughs) There was, that was very melodic and on a soulful level. Wow. I miss your poetry. Now that you're not on Instagram, it's like, Will you just randomly text me your poem? (laughs) Actually, yeah, because I need someone to look at it. (laughs) Like, I need someone to correct it for the book. (laughs) Yeah, please let me be that person. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. I have a lot that I've actually just, like, kind of kept to myself, especially not being on Instagram, which has been nice. And, yeah. (laughs) Well, share away, my dear. And I want to hear your guys' poems as well. So you should definitely send them our way to info at your own magic.life. That's our email. And also, we get a ton of emails daily. And so if you're still waiting for an email, just know it's coming. We just, it's just Allie and I. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have an assistant. We don't have like an intern. We should probably do that, but we just haven't. And so between the two of us, it's really hard to do. But, but I mean, okay, no, I can't complain. Like, it's not that it's hard. It's just we manage our time. And so uh, we can only answer so many emails daily. No, it's just when we answer them, it's from a lot of, um, it's from our full attention with a lot of of love. But in any case, um, I really love you guys and I'm grateful for you. And I think about subscribe oh. every day and this community and what it's becoming. And it's just beautiful to be a part of and to witness. And thank you all for submitting so many questions. We wish that we could answer them all. We love you all so much. And thank you for, yeah, this was an awesome, fun flash Q&A. And, oh, and I just want you guys to know as well that you guys are Either the first or the second. I always put on my gratitude list every single morning. Soul tribe. <laughs> Soul tribe. All right, Allie. This was so fun. That was really fun. I have to run now. I've- yeah, you run. I'm going to go to bed. It's 10 p.m. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Mwah. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.